previously on Follow the Leader. Today, we're playing Ironsworn, a tabletop RPG of perilous quests by Sean Tompkin. For those of you who are new to the game, here are the basics. In the Ironsworn tabletop role-playing game, you are a hero sworn to undertake perilous quests in the dark fantasy setting of the Ironlands. You will explore unattract wilds, fight desperate battles, forge bonds with isolated communities, and reveal the secrets of this harsh land. Most importantly, you will swear iron vows and see them fulfilled, no matter the cost. But uh, here's the thing. That thing I said about Ironsworn being taking place in the Iron Lands, that's not happening today. We're playing in a different world, a different land, though no less harsh. One not uh, a sort of Iron Age, sort of Viking epic, but no, one clutched in endless winter. Yes, this is indeed a sequel, uh, or at least a follow-up to our Lady Winter Protocol game, where you met Kazdelian Hrothgar, as well as the other two characters. But it's not immediately relevant, because we're not actually playing them today. We're playing a different group of adventurers uh, who reside in the Great Burrow. Uh, for today, I'm going to be playing Morden Faraday. You know him in the past as an asshole warlock, uh, asshole pirate and asshole fallen angel if you support us on Patreon uh, but today uh, instead not only is he not a warlock he's not human or an angel either he is a hobgoblin which in this setting is sort of like a anthropomorphic weasel muscle there's definitely something weaselly about him uh, I'm going to be playing a boy named Mersmith. You may remember him as an orc. In this game, he is a troll, but he is a big, soft boy. And by boy, I mean man. He's like older here. This time, we've got two returners, which means that uh, I have to continue my trend of always making up new characters as much as possible. Uh, with Half Dan Old Dog. Old dog. Uh, Good name. Old dog. Yes, an elder uh, within the the bugbear tribes in the new goblin kingdom that was forged by Kazdelian Hrothgar. Half-dan old dog is an old, graying, muzzled bugbear. Uh, And and so we go for a nature walk. We go out, uh, and it is quiet. It is cold and it is bright. The sun is shining on the snow, filtered through the trees, the, the pine forest that the burrow is within. Uh, when that silence is split by a very distinctive sound, the cry of a human infant, left swaddled in blankets in a... Um, cradle or like a like a like a a bassinet something that vibe bassinet yeah we now return to your game already in progress
We just found a baby. She found a baby in the woods with like a little note about how they can't afford to feed it. Okay. Well, so we need to make a vow. We need to make a vow. We need to swear an iron vow. Was that, was was Half Dan the one who like put it on the table? I think so. He's definitely like of the three of us, he's the most like familiar with the old ways and how things should be done, for mm. sure. Uh yeah. So so Half Dan sees this child in a little woven basket in the middle of the snowy woods, like I don't think it was like in the snow, but like like on a tree stump. Um, and yeah. he, he he picks it up, the basket, not the kid. I mean, the kid's in the basket, but he's not going to touch the child. Um, it has human on it. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh-huh. and he says, "Did I have a voice for half ten? Was he? He was low and gravelly because this is like um." He's, this is Kazdelian's grandfather, right? This so is, this is oh, it was yeah. f- slightly Russian-y, but you didn't want to go into racist granddad territory with it, so you were being careful. Okay. But I think there was a hint of that sort of Eastern European-y touch to it, mm. but it wasn't like full-blown Jade doing a character voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he holds this basket, uh, and he looks at the two of us here who have just been scouting just as a like a almost a formality um just as a thing to do uh and he says afin no child no matter the provenance should uh, starve in the forest alone we need to Find uh, more of its kind. Oh. Do you know how far away the nearest human settlement is? I know of one. And it is not close. The real question... Ah, oh, fuck. Fuck with my voice. The I real think, question is, I think... how did it get here if the human settlement is quite is so far? No much. Travellers, I don't think that's the important part of this. Haftan's right. Can't leave a kid to die in the woods. Fair enough. And it is. Uh, very small, so. Haftan um, does a little <whistles> whistle, and one of his ravens kind of flutters in, and it's got a little leather cord around its neck. And on that cord is a single, big, dark, iron coin. Uh, this is Braca the raven. And he he takes it, and it sizzles on his thumb a little bit, because it's cold iron. Uh, and he says, um, A pact must be made. Vow sworn. And he holds out the coin. Emmer just kind of nods, reaches out, and taps the coin. Goes, Psst. Yeah. So he's just kind of pinching it between his thumb and his forefinger. Um, and Morden will, like, reach up and sort of, like, grab hold of the uh, bottom of the coin where um, Halfton's holding onto it and just, like, hold it for a beat. No child left alone. 
and then releases it. Uh, and where each of you touch it, it kind of glows hot for a second um, before Half Dan like grabs it by the, the leather cord again and like shakes his hand off. God, how small is that coin on a troll's hand? Like, Lord. real little. It's, it's it's not a small coin. It's like a it's 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 because it's like an old like big chunky coin. Still troll big. I think we talked about this version of Mer being incredibly large. <laughs> yeah, like eight or nine feet tall. Yeah, I and mean, it's small in all of our hands except for Morton's, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to scoop up some snow and then rub my hands together. <laughs> Murr's like stuck his finger in his mouth and is like, ow. Mm-hmm. It's like blowing on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is our that is our iron valve. Now, but, but before we go on, we actually, there's two things we need to do. One, we need to give the quest a rank, whether it is troublesome, dangerous, formidable, extreme, or epic. Given how cold it is, mm-hmm. me, and that we're establishing that this is quite distant, and given that we're not like without skills as a group, I feel like it's probably on the edge of formidable. Yeah. So it's sort of a border case, but if I had to come down one side or the other, I'd say it's maybe a little bit more formidable. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the difference uh, between the two is... Ah. Uh, for 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 all of them, uh, for reach a milestone, which is a move that we'll that we will get into later. Whenever you reach a milestone on a dangerous quest, you mark two boxes on the quest tracker, and for a mm-hmm. formidable quest, you only mark one. Oh, and you have to do the mm. full track. You well, when you fulfill attempt to fulfill your vow, you roll Understood. against the the number of boxes rather than a die. Oh, well. For the sake of our listeners, the track is ten boxes, so maybe we should go with dangerous. Then. Go with dangerous. Let's yeah, let's yeah. let's go with dangerous because yeah, this is we want this to be like a single arc. We don't as fun yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. much as we would could may, maybe come back and do do another quest later. We want the first yeah. quest to be this is okay. our sure yeah. So it's dangerous. Um, we will find this child a safe new home. Shed she yeah. Yep, that's on the shared sheet. Uh, and so Halfdan is the one who is leading this, which means he is going to roll to swear an iron vow. Uh, we each all have our own iron vows, um, for our background vows that we've all, that we have brought down before. But this is the kind of loop of this game is swearing and then fulfilling vows, uh, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, so he is going to roll, we're going to roll heart. If you make this vow, to a person or community with whom you share a bond, you add plus one. Now, I'm not 100% sure that that's what this is. I don't think so. Like, while there are some humans part of this new community we're building, it's really not about that yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there aren't a lot of humans in our community. I thought that you meant, like, if the three of us are part of a shared community, which I was even going to say, like, I'm not so sure about yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get the plus one. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, really no, I, I, the person, the person who I'm v- swearing this vow to is the kid. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I'm going to roll. Uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to roll a d6 and add two. 
because that's what my heart is. And then I, it'll also roll two D10s. And what I want is for both of those two D10s to be less than what I roll uh, on my challenge die. Sorry, the total of the two D10? No, each of them. Gotcha, gotcha. Individually. Gotcha. Uh, yes, because that is, that is, so like, um, so, because if, if, if one is less and the other is not, that's a weak hit. If both are less, that's a strong hit. And if both are greater, then that is a miss. Um, kind of a gotcha, different gotcha. Uh, like tweak on the like uh, PBTA dice rolling system. Mm-hmm. So no modifiers. Let me check. Let me check as we get into this, because we're coming back to this for a while. Let me double check that my um, none of my assets apply here. So I will roll. So I rolled a seven on my die. The challenge dice show eight and four, which means that we rolled a weak hit. Uh, what that means, when you swear an iron vow on a weak hit, you are determined, but begin your quest with more questions than answers. I, uh, as the as a swearer, take plus one momentum, taking my momentum from two to three, and we envision what you do, what we do to find a path forward. So now we're in play. Uh, I This might be more of a tutorial of, on how uh, a game <laughs> works than we usually do. But really, this is a game that has more things to tutorial. So hopefully this is, still, this is, hopefully this is still interesting radio. I'm going to pull a spindle wheel card for a little flavor here. Uh, I do want to make it incredibly clear that Morden is going to strap this baby basket to Haftam. Because they're never going to get it around Murr, and I'm way too small and skinny to be carrying that for any prolonged period of time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Murr was planning on strapping it to like his arm or something. That's, like, no, <laughs> too swingy. This is not, it's not a piece of luggage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about mention anything about what the baby looks like? Does that's it... a good mm. question. How does this baby look? Maybe you, maybe that's what you want to draw a card or consult an oracle about. Yeah, sure. Um, flippy flippy goes the card. Yes, I drew apprentice, bright eye, bright eyed, strong willed, attentive, and ambitious, or uh, resentful, bull headed, and complacent, which is just hilarious uh, for most babies that I've encountered. Quite frankly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like. Well, I, 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 I like, like the first one. Yeah, like this baby has like was asleep when we got here and woke up mm. and hasn't started crying. Yeah, is just sort of staring up at us and is like, "Whoa." Yeah, and I like the thought that maybe because like none of us probably spend a lot of time around humans, uh, maybe this baby's got like very like eyes almost as light as the sky, like that sort of very light bluey gray. Mm-hmm. For that sort of, and like clearly paying attention, just like I think that baby's watching us. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to agree. I don't know if I like it, but it is watching us. This is just a baby. It's just a child. Just do not be afraid. It is small. I proceed to then strap said bright-eyed baby to uh, half turns back. I'm imagining a carrier like the one in Willow. I think I may have said this last time. So it's all like almost holds the baby upright, but like sort of swaddled in the process. Mm -hmm. Please tell me you two have seen Willow. No. Um, No. 
do. Uh, it's very. But I know good. what you're talking. I, I know about. who Mad Mardigan is. Um, okay, you get points for that. Mad <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mardigan, if you ever, you should, on your own time, look up Valeros, the iconic Pathfinder fighter, and Mad Mardigan, the Val Kilmer character from Willow, and learn that they are the same character. <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so it's and so it's it's on his back, but like can look forward. Yeah, I'm just gonna drop uh, a picture into general chatter. Mm. Uh, that, uh, this is sort of the and like well, loads of fantasy movie as well. So that that kind of a vibe. Oh, so. I see. Yeah, pretty similar to what I was imagining. Mm. Yeah, so it's very much like an upright sort of way that like you might I like that we could always strap it to his front um so the baby can face forward mm-hmm. you know I think it's funny if uh Hafton is walking in in like the front of our little party and the baby is just watching uh me and Morden <laughs> both are incredibly good let's say the baby carrier can be worn either way so we have the potential for both as the scene, as the quest goes on I like options perfect uh sick all right. I would say, as the one wearing it, Hafton gets to decide what happens first, <laughs> or rather, Zach gets to decide. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we so Hafton knows of a place in the distance, far away. So, starting a journey, then that might be that might be undertaking a journey. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the journey itself will be kind of part, like like kind of the same sort of um. Uh, the same like sort of format of the of the adventure of like getting there once once we get there we will fulfill our vow in one way or another yeah so so yeah so Haftan will roll will will roll to undertake a journey which is actually great for him because it's a wits mm-hmm. roll so we we look we're standing uh it's daytime right it's like morning yeah uh, yeah. The sun is as bright, filtered through the trees. The snow is is perfect and clean, like uh, out in the plains, where it's like just nothing has walked across it yet. And Half Dan's mm-hmm. ear kind of twitches. We need to go this way, uh, and just starts walking in a direction. And yeah, we will we will see what is next as we undertake a journey now this journey we'll say is a little bit less difficult um this is going to be a troublesome journey um which means that as we hit each waypoint we'll get three progress and thus we'll be able to get it within three uh oh no four four waypoints but uh yeah Hafden rolls wits for this and we'll see how it all works out for us um, now we are setting off from a community with which we share a bond. Yes. So this is we are going to get a plus one from this. Oh, I rolled a three. Okay, that's why. <laughs> Sometimes you just roll bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Not you personally. I meant the generalized you. And then I realized that came across slightly more accusatory. That sometimes <laughs> you roll bad. Then I meant it to. Apologies. Sometimes <laughs> roll twenty B that way. So that's a that is a weak hit. We reach a waypoint and mark progress, uh, which is we mark three boxes. But 
we lose one supply, which is something that hasn't come up yet, but that's like our, it's what we need to keep going, I think, like, mm -hmm. from what I understand. You know, that, that's, that was my understanding of it too, so... Yeah, it's like our like either like our food supply or like our whatever. Yeah, I think it's like like nebulous resources. You don't have to like specify the exact. Yeah, yeah. it's our stuff. It's our stuff. Uh, yeah. I like the thought. Uh, do you have an idea of what this first waypoint is? Because I've I got don't. one. If not, I don't. Um. Okay. I like the notion that this waypoint is the what in warmer months. No, that's a long time away. Is sort of like the beginning of a stream. Um, like there's like cracks in the boulders, and it's the the start of like I I'm not sure how high up we are. Mm -hmm. Um, because we talked about the Great Burrow, but it's definitely like a naturally occurring spring. But it's currently um, to it's mostly frozen. Like you would have to get down through a lot of ice yeah. uh, to get to the water at the moment but um it's like a, a local like what known for maybe like restorative properties or it's just probably really nice spring water but yeah mm -hmm. i like the idea that it's maybe because of the way the spring works and there's like pressure underneath it it's sort of like this like towering pillar of ice that's like slowly bubbling and freezing like a little ice mm. volcano oh that's cool because i was thinking like those pictures that you see of like the shifted ice on like Lake Michigan and stuff, like where you get all those weird, really cool looking shards. Mm. But yeah, that that kind of vibe is dope as hell. Where where like the pressure from underground is enough to keep shifting the ice up, but then it just freezes again. So mm. yeah, you get that cool sort of frozen cascade upwards. That's mm. dope as hell. It almost looks like a like a fir tree. Ooh, yeah. Do you want to draw that on our map? Sure. Thank you, Sam go freehand here i'll put it like uh, here-ish there we go nice and what is waiting for us at the spring good question quickly flicking over the different moves or specifically what they do you know as opposed to just my asset moves or my asset abilities i should say Perhaps we should, uh, someone should gather information to see what is awaiting us here. Yeah, uh, oh, I have a thing for gathering information. Ooh. Oh, yeah, nah, but not, that's not particularly helpful here. I just looked at what, uh, what it's based on. Like, I can get a plus one, but it's when, uh, lying, bluffing, stealing, or cheating, mm. which does not really apply here. I cannot bluff nature. Tragically, mm -hmm. uh. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't. We don't need to 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 roll information, gather information about what immediately presents itself to us. What we need is is for someone to, either ourselves or an oracle, to tell us what is the thing that we need to deal with here. Yeah. Uh, mm. Okay. I'm quickly rolling through because I. Used up what little brain power I have right now coming up with a dope ass bubbling up stream. <laughs> feel ya. I like because I have heard terrifying stories about them and mega fauna are dope. What if there's like a very large moose there <laughs> and it's just very territorial? Just a big old guy. Like a, like, 
one, but almost like because this is like a fantasy world, like almost verging on. Is that a deer? Like, well, is that a moose? I should say, but something large enough and dangerous enough to give this group of people trouble. Yeah. Gotta say, even just a normal ass moose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are fucking huge. I think that that, but maybe just a, a little bit more awareness, like a capital B beast in that mm. sense, Ooh. like a little bit more, like Neat. awakened almost kind of levels. So, mm-hmm. some more than okay. the average moose. <laughs> yeah. Um, this. Well, yeah. So we'll, let's. I'll take that and I'll run with it a little bit. Hell yeah. This. Sure. Enormous creature, a good fifteen feet tall at the shoulder. Mm. It's a big fucking moose. <laughs> it is. With shimmering silver blue fur uh, that like like kind of sparkles with icicles. And you can't really tell if it's like frost from like just being out here or if that's like a natural thing of it. Um, and it is. It's horns. You can see. um it's antlers, you can, I would rather say, um, are visible from a mile away because they're, you know, also 12 feet long. Um, and Love it. And are, like, made of stone, mm. um, but with, like, like spurs of stalactites and stalagmites um, intersecting with each other in, like, a weird, almost like spider web. Hmm. I love the visual that you could just use those really strong stone antlers to like break some of the ice to drink. Mm. Yeah, it's like yeah, crunching. Um, yeah, you you like see it like it's like kind of like shoving its head into the into the spring, uh, mm. the spring's base, and like yeah, just taking the the ice that is there and pulverizing it into like powder. I have drawn the spooky moose. Yeah, and right now we're far enough that we're not like in imminent immediate danger but like we need to get past this we can't just turn around and it we if we approach any further it will it will see us well it's a big moose that is an extremely large moose (sighs) I do not uh, cherish the thought of reckoning with that thing. Let's go around. <laughs> around where? Do you, mean, do you want to climb the cliffs? Not particularly. We can't really turn around either. Without taking a very large detour. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Okay. Perhaps it can be reasoned with. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's very much an in character. Like, it totally makes sense as a suggestion. Right. Okay. You, oh, you, you hear like the it, it like hits uh, its teeth on like a stronger part. You hear just crunch ice. Oh, what if like that noise is loud enough that it startles the baby awake? <laughs> and baby has been chill up until this point. But like that's a scary noise. Mm-hmm. Being like the first thing babies learn to be scared of is loud noises. It's not the dark; it's noises. 
say. Oh no. Well, the baby's is cr- the baby is crying now. All right, bear with me, and I'm gonna um flip. Uh, what time is it? Has have we had any cloud cover? Have we done like a whole day worth of travel? What's the light situation like uh, right now? Yeah, I think the light the light is probably we left in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. And this this is a this is a, only a troublesome journey, so it's not like it's months at a time or something. So probably probably it's like late afternoon. Okay, and with uh, it being winter and all, okay, I'm going to uh, pull up my hood um, and step into a uh, overcast patch, like shadow caused by the cliffs. And I'm going to uh, use my shadow walk ritual. I want to get to the other side and uh, distract uh, this creature long enough for everyone else to get by. Cool. I will say that when the baby starts to cry, um, its head like snaps up. And you can see its whole face for the first time, which does have Mm -hmm. chisels for teeth. You can see, like, real, real long, not sharp in, like, the pointed way, but, like, sharp in the edged way of, like, yeah. tusks. I get you. Um, quick out character question, because I can't remember. Who, does anyone in this group other than Morden have any combat? Does have anyone have a combat asset? Uh, I mean, asset. all of us can do stuff like secure danger, secure mm. advantage, um i have Bra- oh, i'm a veteran you're a veteran okay. i have braca which lets me uh use shadows to secure an advantage or face danger by using trickery um mm-hmm. and i have story weaver that lets me share inspiring or enlightening poems or tales to help people the reason i ask is if it makes more than a complete butthead to grab the baby and disappear into the shadows and i do not want to just leave the others stuck dealing with the moose because i can't take other people into the shadows with me yeah a baby is like luggage at that a baby is an item baby is item (laughs) the neat thing is that stuff like face danger and secure and an Mm -hmm. advantage are things that you can use with any trait with any ability that's true so like we can we can figure it out in which case, I am going to scoot the baby, uh, like just like release one of the straps and grab hold of it. And this is just <laughs> the visual of this, like tall by the standards of like weasels, but still shorter than everybody else. Like it's just holding this basket that's almost broader than he is, and just uh, again starts backing up into the shadows and like reaches up. Like, where the edge of the shadow and the light is, like, reaches back behind him and looks like he's pulling the shadow down and over and almost looks a little translucent. Cool. Cool. Uh, I have a, um, when I face danger, I can secure an advantage or compel, or, right, when you face danger, secure an advantage or compel, uh, by hitting or breaking an inanimate object, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. (laughs) I just need to roll shadow so I know if I'm gathering any momentum. Cool. Uh, I don't think I have a modifier to that. It, this move will give me stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, that just means I don't... Okay. Um... I don't know how momentum works. 
Oh, there it is. Never mind. Oh, momentum. Yeah. Mom- no, I, I saw. I see the thing now. I was like, well, how do I figure out what my momentum is? It's at the top of my character sheet all the time, no matter what tab I'm on. Yeah, but, the, but do you know how? Well, what it does? Only kind of. <laughs> Please go over momentum, Zach. Momentum is a track that you have. Every character has one. It's individual to that character. You gain it through various moves. You can also lose it through various moves as like a sort of like mixed success uh, penalty. What you can do as you build momentum is burn it to deliver a decisive result or avoid dire failure. When you have positive momentum, after you roll your move, you may cancel any challenge dice that are less than your current momentum value, giving you an automatic hit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I had a full miss. so But I could re-roll to get maybe a weak one if I burn a momentum? No, no, no. You don't, you don't re-roll. It's if your momentum number is greater than either of the dice, you can burn it to, okay. to get rid of that die. Your momentum is probably two because that's what everything it is. starts at. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you cannot burn it. Okay. Which means you've taken the baby and failed on your move. That's which means fine. what? It doesn't have a fail state on the asset card. It if I on a weak miss, I just have to uh face danger to find my way. Because the shadows are sort of like, mm, nah. So I should do that regardless. Okay, so, so Shadow Walk is a is an ability that modifies mm-hmm. a subsequent roll. Yeah. Okay. Let me double check what ritual, like the like if, if rituals have any specific uh, fail states. Fail states, yeah. Yeah, no worries. Failing an asset move. The second remedy moves within an asset. Do not describe the result of a miss. If your asset, the after lever leverage the miss result of the face danger move. On a miss, you fail, or your prog- your progress is undermined by dramatic and costly turn events. Pay the price. In short, make something negative happen that's appropriate. Dabbling in the mystery guards is dangerous, and the results can be unpredictable. If the ritual goes wrong, envision what sort of backlash might be possible, or ask the oracle. You'll also find the mystic backlash table on page 189. Or it could just lead to an entirely mundane result. Perhaps you were ambushed in the midst of the ritual, or you waste time, or resources, suffering momentum, or supply. You might choose to save an overt supernatural backlash for special circumstances such as when you roll a match. So, yeah, so fail. Well, let me it- roll a D100 and do a mystic backlash. Cool. Hell yeah. Motherfuck. Okay. On the mystic backlash table, a one, I rolled a two on a D100 for our listeners. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Good job. It happens. It, sometimes you roll bad. Um... <laughs> So the idea of the ritual shadow walk is to give you a boost when you make a move by ambushing, hiding, or sneaking. What Mm. if in this case, rather than me being able to pull the shadows over, the shadows retreat back, like I've banished them, and it's sort of like this whole place is sort of like becomes almost like brightly lit instead. I I was going to suggest that you just like light up like a torch. Yeah, that's like yeah. Just start glowing. Yeah, I was gonna say like like the shadow's been like, nah, mate, you fucked up. Uh, and maybe like the sun breaks through the last of the afternoon clan because where it's snowy, like the reflection of the sun on the ice and snow. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is good. Just like 
And one's just there holding the mic. Oh, for fuck's sake, now. <sighs> just sort of like dashes off to one side. Oh, that did not work. That's not good. Thank you, gentlemen, for your contribution. Mm. <laughs> just You're doing great. Shush the, baby. <laughs> Shush the baby a little bit. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, All right. What does the moose do? <laughs> well, now it's, it's, uh, it's confused and annoyed. Um, so I can relate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I mean, not ge- I mean, like, generally, like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay. Should, okay. I, should I break something to scare it off, maybe? Like, intimidate it? You can try. Um, I'm reading the rules. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, you do that. It's because there's adventure moves which involve facing danger, securing advantages, um, gathering information and stuff, but there's also combat moves like enter the fray or strike or clash. Which so the question is, is this are we fighting this thing or are we trying to to trick it or like scare it off? I feel like we're trying to avoid an all out combat right now. Yeah, we're trying to avoid fighting it. <laughs> uh fantastic. Then then uh Secure an advantage might be the way to go. Uh yes. So what Half Dan is going to do uh is going to be say Braka! Um, and the uh, raven kind of like ticks its head, and he points, and it flies off to kind of do donuts and circles around the moose's head. Nice. Uh, confuse it and try to and try to deal with this thing. Uh, which so I am I am working to secure an advantage with shadow, creating a distraction using trickery. Uh, which means, oh, I can actually just go to the moves. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a crazy thing. Uh, with Shadow, that means I get a plus one, and I take one momentum when I hit. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Strong, Strong hit. hit! Strong hit! Strong hit! Strong hit! Fantastic. Uh, which means that uh, I take control, I get to make another move. And not a progress move and add one, um, add plus one. Actually, I'm going to hand that to you and like, like say I'm making, kind of say I'm making a opportunity. F- I'm opening up an opportunity for Mur to help deal with this. Uh, cool. So Mur, I very successfully have to, um, uh, I'm just good at this. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he's a half to, half to, old man. And you're good at everything. He waves. He waves his feathered staff, uh, and and directs Braca to to start like you know dive bombing the moose's head, in, in no way capable of causing any damage, but at least capable of confusing it. Probably peck its eyes out. Well, not gonna do that. <laughs> Maybe could. I mean, those things. This thing has four eyes, and each one of them is a different gemstone. Fuck you for making me add things to this goddamn you map drawing. Don't, you don't have to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> what was you? What you have to do is figure out what Mur does when given an opportunity to. He has the drop on. 
Murr is going to sling his gigantic warhammer off of his back. And I'm trying to see what do I want to do? Um, I'm trying to decide whether I want to further distract and intimidate the moose by like smashing something, you know, powerfully. Or if I want to just, it's like, we're trying to avoid having like a full on actual combat with this thing. Yeah. So I got a suggestion if you need one. Yeah. Uh, what if, because of how strong he is, he, like, jams his hammer into the spring at the right place and, like, shift the frozen ice to almost form, like, a little bit of a shield between us and the moose. Like, divert the water flow enough to create that barrier so we can get by. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea, yeah. So that would be... Probably face danger? Yeah, I was thinking that. And I'm gonna do it with... Probably plus iron. No, that makes sense. All right, face danger, and because I am with, under my assets, face danger by hitting or breaking an inanimate object, which is what I'm doing with my hammer. I get to add plus one and take plus one momentum if I hit. Hell yeah! Weak hit. Hell yeah! Okay. Progress. I succeed, but face a troublesome cost. So. On a hit, I get plus one momentum, which means that I get to, I could probably cancel out the momentum loss here. Uh, I don't think you have enough. Um, mm-hmm. how, what's your no, 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 I can't cancel out the move, but like, so, oh, this, oh, cancel so the I have a weak hit, so I could suffer minus one momentum. So with my, so if I, if I take that as my like weak hit, like, mm. Damage, mm-hmm. then I have a net. Yeah, you stay the at same. the same. Yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly, yeah. Sure. So it cancels out the loss. Yeah. So I will take the word delayed, lose advantage, or face a new danger. Mm-hmm. Story wise, what that means, I think, is that the water is diverted, but it starts heading towards where Morden is standing with the baby. <laughs> yeah, so, so just describe what's what's happening right now, because the, the, the moose okay. is distracted and Burr has a hammer and what. No. Yeah, so Murr takes takes his hammer, sort of slings it off his back, kind of doesn't, like, rush up to the spring, because that would probably make the moose come at him more, but he sort of takes a kind of leisurely stroll up to the spring, takes his hammer, and slams it into the side of the cone of ice, hard enough that it breaks off a big chunk and exposes the, like, sort of center... Like you said, this is sort of like an ice volcano in some ways. It, it sort of exposes the center channel of water that's running too fast to be frozen immediately. And so the water starts rushing out the side where he's just made this big hole with his hammer. And because the water is like super cooled, it starts freezing very quickly as it's running down the side of this and creating this sort of new like wall of ice. But because of where he chose to hit it, sort of not paying attention, the water continues to flow but is flowing is very cold towards where Morden is standing with the baby sort of off to the same side so like if he made a hole here um you know if he made a hole here Morden's standing like here and the water starts going towards Morden so Morden's gonna have to dodge out of the way pretty fast yeah oh face danger with edge because shadow's like 
trickery, whereas edge is like speediness, right? And dexterity, if I'm remembering rightly. Uh, that's a weak hit. Yeah, I will take uh, one harm. So I guess that's me dropping my health down to four. I think what this is, is I get caught a little bit by the uh, water uh, or the rapidly freezing water, but I'm able to like shoulder it. And I think I just get a bit like a shard of uh, rapidly freezing ice, like catches across like the side of the neck. But I'm able to, uh, with the babies, like get past, uh, avoid getting hit with a torrent of ice slash water slash both, mm-hmm. and um, get behind um, where Mur is and to the other side, just past, just past him, making a point to try not to bleed onto the. Um... <laughs> The child? Nice. And I was going to say the child's blankets. I was like, the child's kind of wrapped up a little bit. But yeah, mm-hmm. regardless, try not to get blood anywhere near the baby. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little Who knows swaddle. what fairy blood and the like is going to yeah. do to a baby? Like, don't want to get human on me. Don't want to get me on human. Mm-hmm. Who knows what could happen? Could start growing like whiskers. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know how human babies work. Yeah, that is true. It's true. None of us how do. babies work. I've I've heard some things. <laughs> Mer's got no fucking clue how human babies work. As I said before, the Faradays are a very large clan. So Morton's very used to being around children, just others like him. <laughs> fucking elf babies or what are we? Are they elves? I don't remember what move is supposed to be. Morton's a, a weasel person. Yeah, no, but the, the babies where uh where Murr's from, the babies don't really exist. They these 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 bitches emerge fully formed adult out of pods. Uh, anyway, but uh, so what is Haftan doing? Or if we feel like the, we have faced enough danger, or is he gonna have to do a face danger roll to get through this? And then that's the waypoint. Yeah, that that might uh, that might have to be the thing. Uh, yeah. So Haftan, so Murr. Is past the half and and Morden is past. Yeah, we're sort of scurried over here now. I am. I'm over guessing here. you're still over here. Um. Uh, I think what Halfdan does kind of squints at at all of the nonsense that's happening now. <laughs> since, uh, it's sort of an easier just to fight. That's rascal. This would have been easier just to fight. Ugh. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Will just... Yeah, he's just going to do something smart. <laughs> and puts his hands to his mouth and throws his voice to make like a weird, like a monster rock moose sound uh, in a different direction. <laughs> Nice. Uh, and she's going to use his wits for that. I love this grumpy bugbear grandpa. Unfortunately, he misses. Oh, no. He misses entirely. Oh, no. Hmm. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, and so he, does, he like makes a noise but doesn't throw his, his voice well enough. It just comes straight from him. He says, okay. Unfortunate. <laughs> 
because <laughs> uh, hmm. okay so pay the price if i remember is like a it's kind of like an open-ended like thing that you do it's not like a specific yeah, you move. can make the most obvious negative outcome happen envision two negative outcomes raise one as likely and ask the oracle using a yes no or you can roll on the table which is on the quest and fate moves handout cool uh i don't need to do that because he just makes like a noise <laughs> and then moose looks at him kind of goes over and just kicks him hard in the chest oh uh and Hafton gets thrown to the side and is gonna uh endure harm Oof. yeah he's gonna suffer he faces <laughs> physical damage um we i on my own uh established this rock moose as a dangerous threat Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't like talk about it, but like, well, we need to like have a thing for it, um, which would mean that it deals danger threat inflicts two harm, uh, which means that half dan goes from plus five to plus three, mm-hmm. uh, and then rolls health, uh, which is still higher higher than his iron, which is good. Alrighty. Okay, so you all see half dan old dog. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just take one straight to the chest. Um, Oof. and it goes kind of. Jesus Christ! Is this bitch okay? <laughs> he he he! Like it's it like like a like hockey or like football kicks him straight into the air. Um, mm-hmm. and you see, uh, like, and then it like kind of huffs and just kind of walks away, um, satisfied. Mm-hmm. And. You see Halfdan, like, hanging out of a tree. Mer, can you go please get old dog down? Try not to make a big deal out of it, yeah? Mer! I'm I'm sorry. Are you sure? You sure I can't make a big deal out of it? It's a little funny. It's not not great, but it's a little funny. You you know he already doesn't care for you very much, right? I'm I'm right. I know. I know. All right. I'll be be nice. I'll be nice. I sort of about... (sighs) Yeah. Do I have to roll something for this, or can I just go get him? <laughs> I don't think you have to roll. Yeah, you're a big troll, so you're yeah. good. Meanwhile, I'm bouncing the baby, just like, would you look at that? How often do you see a bugbear in a tree? You don't, do you? <laughs> treasure these memories. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over and I'm gonna go. You look like you could use some help, there, friend. I look like I just got kicked in chest by monster moose. <laughs> you also do look like that, yes. I'm just going to sort of stand on my tippy toes and uh, grab him by the scruff of his, like, jacket and pull him out of the tree and put him down on his feet. (laughs) Just kind of rubs his chest, which is slightly concave. Oh, dear. Are you are you all right? That that looks like a mighty a mighty kick. Oh, in the moment. Uh, And he kind of stretches real wide. Pulls his arms out as far as they can go, and the and the divot in his sternum oh. just pops out. Oh! Uh, Mer looks a little impressed and goes, "Suppose you bugbear folk are uh, might more resilient than I initially gave you credit for." Our bones are made of rubber. I could see that. That was <laughs> a little disconcerting. Not gonna lie. 
This is just like this, like like you know, like ten foot tall, like extremely large man just looking at this bugbear, going, "Wow, okay, all right." He looks a little disturbed. <laughs> the the injury still remains, but it is um, easier to breathe now. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. It's like sort of grimacing, like mm, gross. And uh, he and just he just kind of like shuffles over and takes the baby from Morden um, and says, uh, "So, did you like the spotlight?" Eh? Morden looks a little bit salty, but I think the baby just gurgles and pats uh, <laughs> pats Hafton on the face. <laughs> Or tries to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let me let me check a relationship thing. I'm just I'm just seeing if this can be used to like, because we have we each have bonds with each other, but they don't each have individual tracks. We just have mm-hmm. a a sol- a whole bond track. So that's not anything. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, so just little hand. Pats on his head. Yes, okay, you get back in the basket. It's good, at least, <laughs> that you were not there when the moose kicked it, but uh, if not for some uh, disco balls, nobody would be kicking anybody. Disco balls. Straighten my jacket. <laughs> we wanted to rest for the night. Uh, it's probably wise. Maybe make a, a upward a little bit. Keep a good eye out for um, more fun. All right. Uh, cool. Cool. Uh, and so yeah, we can make a camp for the night, which requires a supply roll, which we are down one supply, but we still have a plus four. Mm-hmm. Who wants to make the roll? Uh, you the one who suggested making camp. I did. So I will do the thing. Opportunity! Ooh. Ooh. What does that mean? I rolled my challenge dice, but I've had the same number, and I beat it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, so doubles on the challenge dice usually mean that, that a twist happens. Oh. Uh, if they're below your uh, action score, then it's a positive twist, and it's a, if it's above your action score... It's a negative twist. It's an additional wrinkle. So first off, that's a that's a strong hit, which means we each get to pick two. Yeah, the uh, options on... Sorry, I keep flicking between trying to take in all the information. Uh, recuperate. You can take plus one... Okay, sorry. You and your allies each choose two of these. Uh, take plus one health for you and any companions. Uh, partake. Uh, you can lose a supply and take a health. Uh, you can relax and take plus one spirit. You can focus and take plus one momentum, or you can prepare, which means um, you get to add one for undertaking a journey when you break camp. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna recuperate because I also took a little bit of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will cover me and some of uh, half tons damage. No, companions refers to. Assets. Ah, my oh. apologies. Yes. And you can see yourself. Uh, but I'm going to recuperate and I will 
Hmm. I'm going to take plus one momentum as I think about uh, what we got to do next. Yeah, I am going to do the same. Ma, what would you like to do? Um, probably just. Uh, well, I actually don't really need to recuperate. I don't. I didn't take any damage. You could focus and then prepare for the next stage of the Underdecker journey, so we can each roll one. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, and we also get a twist because of the doubles. Oh, yeah. Do you want to roll on an oracle or uh, on a uh, a card? Uh, yeah. Let me have a quick. No, I'm sorry. I'm flicking between various PDFs looking for the right intel. Uh, please stand by as a fun thing. I'm going to pull a spender will card. Oh, yeah. Because I like um, him. Also, do we think we've hit a milestone in our quest? I mean, day one, done. We took some damage, but we were able to recover. Yeah, that sounds like a milestone to me. Making progress on the way there. I we feel made, like. We have made progress in our quest. We got to the next stage. Yeah. Does it mean we get to um, mark. Uh, as a dangerous quest, we get to mark two progress boxes. Right. Hell yeah. We did it. Yeah, we overcame some of the forces of winter. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!